Hi, everybody. It's Elle here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to our partners and our supporters and the people that edit and put this show together over at Pretty Easy Podcasts. Now, we get a lot of compliments on how the show sounds and how it looks on YouTube, but that would not be without Pretty Easy Podcasts and the amazing team that they have. If you are looking to create your own podcast or maybe you have some ideas of some social media endeavors, Pretty Easy Podcasts has the technology, the equipment, and the skills to make your podcast sound great at your own disposal at your own time so record from home your office a park wherever they will help you out please give them a email at prettyeasypodcast.com once again that is prettyeasypodcast.com and thanks for listening Everybody out there, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for yelling into the microphone. You're listening to Queer Late Night. I'm your host, Elle McCullers, and I'm the producer. Queer Late Night is a late night podcast where we give people from the queer community, queer people, the opportunity to come on, share their stories, share parts of their journey, hope it's insightful, be funny, and just all together come together. I am sharing the room once again with one of my favorite people in the whole world, my best friend, my good Judy. I it's the thing that goes bumping at night. It's probably Woo-hoo. my sleep paralysis <laughs> demon. Absolutely. Um, it's Ricky Roman. Cute butt. Yes. <laughs> it's I, so dumb. I like your new toy. That's good. Thank it's you for this. How yeah, you doing? Fine. I'm so well. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, <gasps> you know, blessed and highly favored. Me too. It's a beautiful day. I'm enjoying this cooler weather. It's Are fine. you excited about fall? You know, I am now, and maybe that is a sign of the times of where I'm at in the life. I used to like hate, dread it, dread it, because I think as a kid it signifies school and summer's over. Mm. But now, as a grown ass person, I'm like, you know what? That was too hot, and I'm ready to lay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was too hot. Um, well, I had a good. I had a good. A good. Uh, so far, of the week I, I started off in L.A. And yeah, now, you did. And now I'm here. I'm back here. Welcome I really back. Good, really had fun time in LA. You know why you leave your city and you go to someone else's city and you go to their gay bar? And Act a like, fool. I cannot believe there's a double of the same person here. You see like the same right. person. Absolutely. But it's some other person. The other city version. I was like, oh, wow. They got one of these. Nice. Oh, y'all got one of these too? <laughs> oh, nice. Everywhere Thanks. you go. Everywhere you same go. Same issues. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> same different, same different energy. color. Nice. <laughs> wow. Nice. Then I came back here and I came back to work. Um, yeah, so I won't, I won't be doing that too much longer. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I want to... Boo. <laughs> you really let, went, went through and listened to it. Ooh, it's getting spooky. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Time. We got yeah. some more people in the room that we spooky. want to check in and see how they're doing. Because so the first part of the episode, we're going to do some check-ins, okay? So I'm excited because I I saw you. So here's the, here's the tea. I, this, I'm going to do this, in, this introduction the way I want to do it. It's my show. I can do what I want. I saw you last year at, uh, I think it was Bushwig. It was Bushwick oh, or was maybe the Queer Liberation March, but you guys were in the park and it was the first time I've ever seen I ever seen you. And I was I was dumbfound. I was a little bit jealous. I was like, oh, I wanted to wear a wig. I came up to you at the end of the <laughs> at the end of you at the end of the night, I came up to you and I think I took a picture with you, but I was really amazed by your talent and your 
You're just togetherness. Thank the you. untimely. I think the whole crowd was. We all had to sit down. Remember then? You had to sit down and then you take your mask off. You stand up outside. I remember that. COVID couldn't get you if you were sitting down. That's COVID right. COVID couldn't get you if you were sitting down. <laughs> you but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to read this. Uh, if you're listening out there, yes, I'm going to attempt to read again for you. It's not the best, but y'all just hold on to your helmets. Uh, see already Issa and Odessa are a multidisciplinary nightlife duo based in Brooklyn they are equal parts of hip hop pop and classical art conceived in dance and theater world have storm stages across the country I just across the country at events and venues including Bushwig Bronx House of Yes Three Dollar Bill and the Sony Music Hall Gotham Hall and Park Park Avenue Armory their creative collaborations have included projects with Darrell Thorne, Spencer Ludwig, and Ariana and Rose campaign. I'm going to have to read this over again because I'm a little bit confused. All right, I'm going to start again. Are there supposed to be breaks in some of this? No, there's no breaks. That's because it's highlighted in some parts accidentally. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you might have to copy and paste it. <laughs> it's okay. No, I can, I can do it. I can make it. I can do it. Look at her. She's trying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have Siri read it? Siri can read it. Oh man, should we have Siri read it again? That's no, I don't really can read her. I just was like going. I get nervous. I can't I breathe. Know, I know. I know. It's <sighs> okay. Take your time. This is where we. Time. This is where we cut things out of the show <laughs> when I start not being able to read. I'm, I can probably just do it again. Here, let me give me one more try. Let me give it one more try. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready for this one. Issa and Dessa, Od are a multi a multidisciplinary nightlife duo based in Brooklyn. They are equal parts hip hop, pop and classical art. Conceived in the dance world, it's not that's not what it says. You read it. Okay. You know what? Okay. You never let me read. Here you go. She's up for the challenge. Yeah, right. I always get third in times my a own charm. Way. Okay, this you know, you know what? This books. highlighting is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't. <laughs> no, prepared. it's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. I should have told you before you. I'm gonna it. take my time. Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna smoke some weed. <laughs> Issa and Odessa, OD, are a multidisciplinary nightlife duo based in Brooklyn. They are equal parts hip hop, pop, and classical art. Conceived in dance theater world, they have stormed stages across con- across country at events and venues, including Bushwig, Box, House of Yes, Three Dollar Bill. Sony Hall, Gotham Hall, and Park Avenue Armory. Their creative collaborations have included projects with Daryl Thorne, Spencer Ludwig, and Ariana and Rose, and campaigns with Club Monaco, Adidas, and Saks Off Fifth. Their work as musicians, models, and performers has been featured in publications including Elle Magazine, Cut, Vanity Fair, Billboard, Vogue, and most recently, Teflar TV. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dragon Sisters. Bam, 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 bam. Hit the button. Hit the button. Wait, wait, wait. It's button. There we go. It's, welcome to Queer Lady Night. Wow, What's thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm sorry I can't read. Thank it's you okay. It's okay. Welcome. We love it. It's not, it's not my strongest suit. Now we get to do a check on you. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. This is Feeling OD good. here. Feeling great. Oh, yes. Let's make sure. So on the mic, I don't know what number it is. We have Odessa. Mm-hmm. So over here, my name is I, Od. I'm mm-hmm. short for Odessa, and we got my sister Lisa. right next to me. 
This is Issa on the mic. Mm. On the ones and twos. And if you're listening to this, you can't see it because I'm not recording, but I just made a mistake. We're going to move on. Um, (laughs) How was your weekend? The weekend was busy as it does, as it gets. (laughs) You get to tell Um, your whole story about how you were in P-Town all over again. We were in P-Town this weekend. It was was dope. We were there for a quick trip for the Washington Shore uh, Music Festival. It was a first-time festival. Funny because so the on last first time festival we were at was the fire festival. <laughs> so <that>? what? <laughs> Are yeah. you serious? Well, she said, "What whoa, is whoa, that?" Whoa, whoa, wait, fire, the, the, the <laughs> fire festival. Nah, uh, not the one with the lunchbox. The one, yeah. the one. No, ma'am, uh, she was there. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, okay. so but it was we, not that. It was not a disaster. It was not a disaster. It was <laughs> actually a really great time. <laughs> okay. the, the fire but, festival? No, honey, watch the shore. <laughs> the watch one this weekend. <laughs> so you asked us. You asked us how was this weekend? Yeah. Let's talk about the weekend. Our weekend went very well. We started off, we did a show at House of Yes, then we did the Illumination Festival under the Cape Bridge. We took a very long commute to P-Town, did a festival out there called Wash Ashore, came back on Monday, did our show at Hell's Kitchen Industry. And now we're here with... You two cuties really on Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. The, weekend, Thank you being here. the weekend was a bit of a blur. It really uh-huh. was. Yeah. In a good way. Wow. Yeah, in a How, good way. It's also, oh, I cool. forgot about the weekend now. It's Wednesday. I know. It's it feels Wednesday. like two years ago, right? <laughs> I know that feeling. It's every, everything in New York City feels like it becomes Wednesday. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I wake up and then it's Sunday. I'm like, oh right. my God. What the Remember fuck? last year on Wednesday? Yeah, right. straight up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we were doing the same shit last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we were in the studio today, and I was like, Issa, I think our first time in the studio last year was this time of year. Like, it was like right when the fall had like cut, right, right when I brought that blue onesie out That's again. Funny. It was yeah. like, wait, <laughs> just so I know, because it's part of the questions anyway. Last year, where, how long have you guys been in New York City? Mm. Or how long have I been watching you? I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> me, me and my sister. How long have you been watching? How you tell us? That was the question. first time I saw. I met you last year. Was at yeah, Bushwick. Yeah. No, but we, we've been in New York. I mean, I've been in New York my whole life. I was, I'm from the Bronx, so yeah. I, I grew up in New York. Yeah. I did read that, mm-hmm. but you went to school in North Carolina. I can't get too far ahead in the, in the right. program. Right. No, yeah. Right. Well, we met in North. We met in North Carolina, uh-huh. and okay. that was like 13 years ago. So Issa was so born in forward. the Bronx, but she was living in. North Carolina a little bit in her teenage years. Okay. So fast forward, we transfer up to SUNY Purchase up in Westchester. Okay. Wow. That year after, so that was twelve years ago, and then after we did college and such, we moved to and the contemporary arts. Probably uh-huh. now like eight years. Ago. So it's my problem. I haven't seen you. Got it. We've been no, here. No, 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 We've no. been in Brooklyn. Well, that's not true because maybe you weren't necessarily like keeping the scene that we were in when we but. first jumped off because when we came out of college we were really mm-hmm. pursuing our professional dance career so Issa was dancing at Sleep No More and Galeem um, and I was at the Metropolitan Opera Martha Graham Bill T. Jones and I also spent a little time in Philly oh, so wow. the Dragon Sisters came about like three years ago oh, after, after years and years of like kind of go-going and doing an immersive work and you know being around a lot of more musicians being in New York City being influenced in all those years of traveling the world being in those like prestigious dance companies, then we decided to take our future out of the reins of other people's hands and yeah. take ownership of our, our of our own art and our bodies and our friendship and our. I love that autonomy. Exactly, I that's don't. amazing. Exactly, 
I don't want to skip too far ahead, mm. but um, we like to do some <laughs> queer culture news. We always like to keep everybody informed. Elena likes to keep everybody informed by knocking into the microphone. She is something different. I don't. It's know funny. Going. She oh, she need to feel you up against her side. It don't matter always. which side, but she she's needs gonna to push be wherever it. is un- inconvenient. She doesn't. It, it doesn't matter where she is. It's like, oh, let me move. I'm in her way. No, she wanted to feel you pushed right up. Next to yeah. It's got to be a right pushing feeling. Yeah, 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 she wants. Yeah. To she want to feel that weight. That one weight. Time that, weight. <laughs> that weight. Yeah. Exactly. One time I was, I was cooking. I was cooking. I was um, <laughs> opening the mic, the oven, the other way mic. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> and she was right behind me. Right. As I opened the oven, like I went to back up, and there was a horse. I know. And I almost that's, fell that's, over. I stopped feeling bad for stepping on the dogs in the kitchen because I'm like, you had this coming. This isn't the first time. <laughs> This is your fault. This is your you, fault. You're, you're in the underfoot. wrong place. You're in the wrong place. I told you. Take us away with queer news. Okay. So she always puts me in charge of um, kind of queer recent events. And most of the time it's really kind of sad or, <laughs> uh, you know, but that's, I don't know, the generality of our reality. But I tried to find something that wasn't particularly a downer. And uh, in honor of spooky season via pinknews.com. A gentleman named Darren at uh, Pink News, he did an article on one Misha Osherovich. She's an actor on um, this new movie called Freaky. And this is regarding the horror movie genre in general. Um, And I wanted to ask you guys how you feel about the uh, juxtaposition between horror movies and queer people. And do you think that there is a similarity in... uh, the kind of these villains in horror movies and queer people in that we are otherized and villainized in real life. And maybe is that why queer people gravitate towards horror movies? Cause in my experience, queer people like horror movies. I know I do. She doesn't have an answer for this because she doesn't we watch. We do not. Really? <laughs> she okay. doesn't partake in the spooky. Really? You don't like scary movies? I don't like okay. scary anything. You I don't? Really? I like. Okay. I don't like spooky this Murder, or spooky mystery, that. crime, true okay. crime. But after it's all okay. happened. That scares but, but, the but shit out of me, actually. Murder I love Oh, I don't watch those either. Because real shit is scary. <laughs> real because real life is fucking yeah. scary. I, as soon as they end, I'm like, he's outside my door. Dead I ass. Exactly where yeah, see, that's why is. I don't watch it, because I like to be in my peace of mind. So. <laughs> All right, so this was going to go one way or another, know, yeah. and this is what it is. Yeah, so I you don't guys like, aren't, into, aren't into it. I haven't. I've, I've never seen a horror movie. You've never but seen it. Because movie. you don't like because I've they scare never you. seen Do a horror movie. You? Like you don't like that that feeling? Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Do you that's watch fine. news? That's a horror movie of a time. That sure is. In the gym I do. I watch that, that's there, when, there that's when I catch my news too. That is relatable. There's something Do you about, know like, what I mean where I'm drawing that I'm like, drawing that line like uh-huh. empowered by Kinda. Kind of sometimes you root horror. for it. you root for that. Yeah. As a kid, I'm like, nah, because you're you're led to believe that this kind of good guy, bad, bad guy. But it's all about perspective. I mean, Jafar was hot. Frankenstein. Okay. Jafar was hot. Frankenstein. That's not fair. Okay, Jekyll and Hyde. I love Jafar. He was like a villain. And <laughs> Jafar was hot. And no. was, that part was like spooky. That a was lot scary. of times you can argue for these uh, for the villains as misunderstood, and I feel like you know that I can that resounds it. with us. Mm. The Joker when you watch the Joker, I'm like, damn, dude. The way DC always that, start. Mm. Scar was the gay uncle. Uh, very, very, come on. Uh, oh, very, 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 oh, very. Oh, Scar from... Also, um, Hades. The Hades. <laughs> the, Hades. The, the spiteful queen. queen of hell. Yes. I never thought about it, but now I think about it. Scar was a little mean gay, huh? Mean gay. A little toxic gay, mad. He said I wouldn't think of it. <laughs> Just like Hades. Remember, she was always yeah. rolling her eyes. She, was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she had those three girl good Judys. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. had a lot to be mad about. 
I mean, some people do. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not go. Like, all right. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Let's, right. Okay. Wait, is it my turn now? No, it is your turn. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I wanted to hear oh, what wow. you guys thought. I don't want... No. Don't oh, is yeah, that antiquated? We don't beat catch, dead horses no more? Uh-oh. You won't catch the Dragon Sisters looking or feeling or being or okay. checking out anything spooky. Duly well, noted. Okay. That is good because Thank now you. I'm glad I have two queer questions. Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> Which one? Bam, bam. Okay. okay. I like that one. <laughs> like I'm going for a swim. Okay. So I'm throwing them like I'm boop swinging off the river. That was that's very much that. that. Boop, boop, okay. boop. So my, my queer questions. So we do queer questions on the show. All right. So Tommy, Chucky, Phil, Lil, Angelica, and Susie. You OG. cannot be the same person. Which one do you most relate with and why? Mm. Mm. Chucky. I'm, I'm Chucky Finster yeah. and why? I'm not. I mean, in some way, I would say Chucky because she can't because she wears glasses. Uh-huh. But Chucky, I feel like was just like the most endearing, like clumsiest mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, like I'm so clumsy mm-hmm. and I hate it, but I try so hard and I can't help it to mm-hmm. be clumsy. But it's so embarrassing. And I think that I think that's why I'm Chucky because I was just like. I got like, it. Oh, you should lean into it. But it's okay. Yeah, as, but it's like, that's just how you are. That, like, as clumsy and left-footed as he was, he was always down to ride with Tommy's shenanigans. Like, he, he was wasn't going to say no. It. He was always, he was there. always he was there. there. I had yeah, more yeah. common sense than Chucky. Chucky. Chucky was just a baby doing anything. I mean, they were all babies. <laughs> they were all babies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tommy was just a baby. But Tommy was a baby. But was, Tommy was a leader. He was the baby baby. He was the baby baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about you, OD? I feel like I would be Tommy. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I would be Tommy. Uh-huh. I see this kind of dynamic now i'm just meeting you guys but now i, 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 I that comes from a place of love and respect mm-hmm. but i kind of now you both said it mm-hmm. i'm getting that vibe and it creates a great team because they were you mm-hmm. carry a screwdriver around <laughs> yes <laughs> correct i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna move on um uh, wait why would you be tommy mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. Um, I just have always found myself as a leader. I've always felt he like I'm an adventurist. Mm-hmm. I love to keep friends around He's me. fearless. I yeah. love to be like a, you know, the like cement of a community. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Remember when he blacked out on his brother though, and he ran away? Mm, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Dill? Remember when Dill ran away? Oh, Dill yeah. did run he away. He was like, "Fuck him." <laughs> yeah, fuck now I'm the only baby. He was like, "Good." Yeah, good. I was just. Scary part of the movie. It, yeah. was. it was. Yeah, that was a little suspenseful. Do you keep a list of things that scared the shit out of you in the movie? Like, I nah. mean, that does. It was dark. It was it, dark. It was dark. Mm-hmm. Ricky, which one? What about you? Um, you know what? I really, I, I don't know. As when I was younger, I was uh, really into being a twin, and I wish I was a twin. So I like really loved Phil, not just for the idea of being a twin. Also, his personality was kind of just like knuck buck like mm-hmm. trotting around like oh th- th- my candy fell into this piece of shit <laughs> i'm gonna like, blow it off and eat it anyway and that's kind of my attitude i mean i'm not literally gonna eat candy out of shit but you know uh, he just was just like <laughs> fuck it i'm here i'm down really I'll scrape my knees let's keep going like, you know yeah 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 very down. He, was he was also like really that. down really down yeah yeah I, <laughs> yeah kind of bro yeah bro as far as babies go yeah, um <laughs> i would say i'm a little mixture between angelica and Susie carmichael i knew it i knew you were gonna say both of them i i feel like i thought we couldn't do that <laughs> 
No, I said that you, you said couldn't. You, you both you, couldn't be the same. We couldn't be the same one. Oh, okay. But you could have mixed if you really wanted. To. <laughs> if you, you wanted, mix if you wanted to be a, <laughs> <laughs> um, because like Angelica likes to steer the pot, and sometimes mm-hmm. she stares it the wrong way, and it backfires in her face every time. I, that doesn't really happen. But to me, then but. you see a little bit of humanity, and she feels a little bad. She's like, yeah. oh, I guess I was too hard on those t- dumb she babies. Terrible to those babies. But yeah. be too late because fucking Tommy already figured it out. Right. But also Susie Carmichael because Susie Carmichael no one could fuck with her. No. She will ride off on your ass. She was like the hell? So I like that about yeah. her. You never saw Angelica bull. It's a meme. I know I'm stealing somebody's meme. Right. But you never saw Angelica try that shit on Susie Carmichael. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. They were both badass. Right. They were both really badass but I feel like Susie was the moral person of like reasonable. Angelica was chaos to be chaos Susie was there. There was logic. light chaos. That logic, chaos with logic, chaos with justice. justice. <laughs> Thank Wait, you. y'all. There was Thank no you. chaos in Susie Carmichael's life. You don't think? No. no. Okay. Susie Carmichael was type A. Everything was right. You never I saw don't, her. I family. don't disagree. Did you ever meet her? Like, mom yes, and dad? they were like doctors. Uh-huh. Oh, perfect. They didn't make it. You know, you know how they make. They it. were very like clean cut. Right. You know, they're like, we're not gonna make this into a thing. We're they, a whole yeah, dissertation. They said, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We are. We're gonna get a spinoff here. Well, there we go. That's our queer news. That's our. Um, that's our little uh, queer question, little check-in. I was supposed to create some banter, but I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to even. Well, more it. queer news is that you can now nominate for the Glam Awards for 2021. Hey, how does that, that work? Talk so about you it. have you actually have to get a nomination code. You have to say that you are a part of New York Nightlife, which you are. You are podcast people who okay. are contributing oh, to the world am i and yes girl know your worth you okay. know your vote rock are the you, vote are you in the nightlife you i might am. not I'm even a, know it i'm queer nightlife exactly so you should be vote you should be using that voice and using that mind to vote for your sisters and all the other fabulous mm. performers fabulous here in new york performers. city are you nominated uh, well, we're you working tell me. on it. We're working on you it. tell we, me am i we, nominated we want you to help us and we are going for a few us. things we're going for Duo, best duo, best entertainer, best video, best prom- promoter, best producer, best host. How many different best categories? vocalists? And we are also so going for what else? Best best male performer. We're also going for best dressed. Did I say that? No. <laughs> yes. No, she didn't say it. Yet. And we're Not also yet. going for. <laughs> Or anything else you think we fit into? So anyway, how you nominate us? Please, you have to email nyccherry at gmail.com and ask for a nomination code. Or you can go to her Instagram handle, which we will give to you later. All right. Yes. Okay. And once you email nyccherry at gmail.com, they'll send you a nomination code along with the link for voting. And how are you attached? She's going to ask you, how are you attached to New York City? How are you in the nightlife? Is she going to ask for credentials and then you, you, you give them? I don't think she's going to ask for credentials, but you know. Right. Just explain just tell the truth. Right. Are you? Tell right, the truth right, who right. you are. Right. Tell, tell your truth. Right. Say, like say how you matter. Say how you matter, boo. I didn't and know I it was think, that easy. And you know, I think all bartenders should be Abs- qualified. These people are unsung heroes. Unsung heroes. All, everyone, all the waiters. Security. 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 Order protein, protein trophies. <laughs> like our protein. Let's put a smile on security's face because a lot of time they're straight, but they're putting up with 
a lot. Our, Listen, y'all, security um, is so nice to us everywhere we go. Usually, yeah. They are beautiful. so they fucking kind. <laughs> well, I don't know. Once in a while, you get How can some, you, you be know, someone that's just there. But then I put that butter on them. And then they, right. They know, can't they not up. be mad. But She said, what's the butter? In what's your the butter? <laughs> I was like, what do you do with this? <laughs> in, in, y'all, in y'all experience in working in different um, venues, you see these generally state straight security guards, and they're not hating their time. And I feel like that's been a window into queerness and oh, working yes. these queer events. And they're like, you know what? Queer they're, people are cool. Queer, queer people, people are cool, cool. as fuck. They're you not. know what I'm saying? Cool, they're yeah. not monsters. cool is queer, okay? Cool is queer. Queer is cool. Queer is cool. We are <laughs> You're welcome. at that part of our show <laughs> where we get to talk about what we're here to talk about. And I get to, um, now I get to, you know, title the show. I titled this show after reading, you guys are, uh, did a Vogue Vogue? 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 <laughs> yeah. Did a Vogue article? Okay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I know that's like, mm-hmm. that also sounds like, boo, you should. Ah, was that too close? It that was, was so that was close. positive. It was a positive. Ooh. And then there's also a Billboard magazine uh, article. So I read both. I Well, I read the Vogue more than the Billboard because. The I, Billboard was questions and you don't want to get too. I like the questions. I, I I saw the part where you mentioned Janelle Monet, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But fine, 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 fine. I'm really, really excited to have you here so the name of this episode with the dragon sisters is called that's my best friend my best friends one of the first things that i read was that you guys have been best friends now for over a decade yes so it's 13 years now 13 years what year is 13 years ago 2008 oh what 2008 that's when we met obama year obama year we we celebrated that together we were at north carolina school of the arts in winston-salem I was in the Navy. What? Okay. And I was actually just out of boot camp. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What? How did you, how did you meet? Tell me about how you met. Yeah. So on the first day of school at North Carolina School of the Arts, when we were there, everyone who made it into the program would essentially do their solo that they auditioned with again in front of the entire panel of the teachers there. And it would be one by one. So of course, all of the other students were also herded into the um, hallway to wait their turn. And it's a wide open studio. So like, everybody's also looking to see who their new classmates are. Is exactly. this a freshman year or? Freshman year. Okay. This is our freshman year. So we, of course, being in a dance conservatory, there are very few tall people, black men in any dance department. Is that true? Yes. Um, and we just saw each other over the sea of other dancers, honestly. Like, it was like we were the only people on eye, in eye level of each other across the room. So we kind of made eye contact. You know, the day went by. We eventually started to speak. You know, I asked them their name. We, we chatted. We went to Walmart that day because oh. you know on, on college campus sometimes there's like especially at North Carolina School Arts there's like a Walmart run. So there's a shuttle that'll take you to Walmart so you can get all your goodies and come back. And really, after the Walmart trip, we didn't spend a day apart. <laughs> after the Walmart trip, what did y'all get at Walmart? Oh, you know, the essentials. We got the essentials. Mind you, I was in the closet at the time. She was. You were? I was. She was and in the closet. And she assumed my sexuality. How did you? Okay, so and now we got to talk about your gaydar. But... Gaydar. Uh, what about the gaydar? How did you assume that? It was a, it was a joke like, oh, well, you're in the, you're in the, you're in the guy dorms, but... Because um, basically, remember. the guy don't the guys and the girls cannot sh- cannot go in guys and girls, you know, in quotations, cannot go into each other's dorms. And where well, I was in the high school program, so this is like very like 
you okay. know, regulated. And she was like, basically, well, lucky for you, that's not an issue for you because you like guys, right? So you don't Damn. have to what girls doing. That was, that <laughs> basically was very like that, <laughs> like that. And I'm like, uh, actually, um, I'm she straight. She was like, actually, I'm straight. And I was like, oh, okay. So, oh, okay. That so, and, and still, we were still, and Issa was very much like, you know, AOL handle was Emo Ken. She was very like dressed in black, very, you know, AOL reserved. No, Emo Ken. Emo Ken. She I used was, to like, wear very, all black. She was very reserved. <laughs> she was very emo. She was very quiet. And I was at the time very, very different. I was like really f- letting my flag fly and encouraging everyone to do the same. I like that. But I needed that shock. I needed that that day, honestly. I said, wake up! I, like I said, that. you know what? And that was the minute. Let me stop acting. But yeah, so Issa, Issa, briefly, Issa briefly mentioned that when, when we met, I was in my first year in college, and Issa was in her first year at North Carolina School of the Arts, but in her senior year of high school. So we were both considered Wait. first years. Let me get it out. We were both considered first years, so it was like the high schoolers who were in the first year, no matter where you were, were also in the with the first years of college, no matter where you were. So it was very strange. It was very weird. But we were like taking I been cl- eating that up because I was already in the colleges when I hit eleventh grade. I was already out well, that's there. That's what I'm saying. It's awesome if you're in high school, but if you're in college, you're like, why do I in classes with high school? But it wasn't a it wasn't a party situation because like it, there wasn't a lot of parties that happened in North Carolina School of the Arts. It was more so that our training was. In in my mind, some way affected because we were not training with profession, young professionals. We were actually training with high schoolers. Mm. I like that. You know, she like that. Like when you were gonna go, when you went to school, what did you plan to do? Graduate and okay. go and be on Broadway, or graduate yeah. and go. We and planned do. Okay. to do all the things we had did, and okay. then they were done, and then we said, "Well, now what?" No, okay. I mean, but what were the things? <laughs> you gotta say what were the things. Right. So thing? we had the goal. We had the plan to. Well, for me, at least, I speak for myself. I had the goal to be in a dance company. Okay. Um, a contemporary dance company. I was studying in this, you know, classical, like very, you know, uh, strict conservatory. I'm not saying strict like it was traumatic, right. but it was strict. Right. And it was very much like you had limited paths. It was like your training to be in a company, in a dance company, uh, to be on Broadway or to back up dance for somebody or choreograph. Right. That's it? Classical dance or contemporary that's dance. It. And so that's the, that, was the, that was the dream. That was the goal. Amen. That's oh. it? Why not okay. To yeah. dance? People's no, dream when you, right. to, it, 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 Oh, because I've seen so much more dance, but I never know what dance categories was. I, didn't, I don't know much about art school or how things are. Yeah. I mean, it is limited, but it's also like very rewarding yeah. and like very like impressive for right. people to have no, I agree. successful careers mm. in classical dance mm. or contemporary modern dance. It's like extremely it's not it, it, it it's not a crazy amount of opportunity no. and it's not a crazy amount of money. Right. So it's right. like for people to actually like make it yeah in that and to like get to that point is like and to continue a career, it, it, it's it's very amazing and it's impressive. But mm-hmm. for me it was something that I just felt uh eventually after accomplishing some of these goals that it was too much of me compromising my yeah. own vision or yeah. my own aesthetic or my own just like everyday Everything. comfort yeah. to work through somebody else's 
a lot of filter. Mm-hmm. You know, well a lot said. of my queer friends that um, I've met here in New York City have said a lot of things until to the sense of that um, certain. I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna say this. Certain dance parts of the industry really caters towards cookie cutter, per se. I guess white, whitewashed. You know, th- it's the same type of look you don't get to really show your individuality that is a big thing too a big reason why i felt like i had to get out because there is not that like um uh, that acceptance uh, elevated celebrated diversity diversity. yeah and these are and these and that came from two of my friends that are actually white cis uh, identifying men but they're queer nonetheless and they said like i couldn't i felt like i couldn't be myself in this and this type of um, uh, structure or institute. environment, and if if I can't be myself, it seems it seems like it's a little bit of a, a gamble because then I have to be someone else in hopes that I can get this part. Or well, it's very much like if you were in a, if you were an actor, you know, like a lot of dance. Is going a, uh, yeah, what is going? The on? light is flickering. <laughs> That's spooky. It is spooky as fuck. It just I went agree. all the way out. I agree. <laughs> it's spooky. No, what I was saying was that it's you know that theater and dance alike um, is an art form that you do have to fit in a lot of times to be a part of. A lot of the repertoire and a lot of dance companies have been created before. A lot of the stories have been told before, and it is all through an eye of or the lens of someone else speaking. So it is like if you're in someone's company and they have a vision and they have an idea of what they want this piece to look like and you have been hired as a dancer, you do have to conform to that to certain degrees if you want to be a dancer or if you want to be an actor or you get a script, you know, that's the script. That's it. That's it. Unless you do your own shit. It could be the script, but that don't mean the script. It doesn't always write the the gender or Mm. the race of the character. Mm. No. How you get to truly portray yourself and what you feel like, right? And that's where the diversity yeah. right. is lacking, yeah. Because right. it's not like oh, this and is, dance, yeah. Mm-hmm. I and I think that's because most of the minds that cre- have created the legacy that is theater and dance are older minds. Oh, you know? They They're, are older you know, and white. We we we. Oh, it's true. <laughs> true. We are. True. See, I mean, my boyfriend, he's um, he's Spanish. He's Spanish Latino, and he is theater Broadway trained. I wish he was here. Now tell his own story, but um in auditioning for broadway it is a um forefront conversation it's no secret that it's the whole business and it's small like it's big it's smaller than hollywood you know what i'm saying broadway mm-hmm. is this pool that keeps this like-mindedness you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying that doesn't let more diversity in mm-hmm. it is slowly changing because this older gi- generation is dying out but you know i think w- we'll see more of that in our lifetime mm-hmm. you know I'm excited. Me I think, too. I think, very, very. I mean, what, a, things are a, happening. What drew you to each other? Not mm. just we got past, we're like past the best friends and going to Walmart. What drew you guys to work together? Because you can know other people in the same industry as you, but you'd be like, no, girl, not her. But together, mm. you guys mm. formed this bond. What was it? Was it work ethic? Was it style of dance? Or was it energy? I mean, we really chose sisterhood as soon as we met. Like, it was like us against everyone because if no one looked like us, no one got us. It was very much like the, as soon as we met, it was like forever. I think, yeah, I think too for us it was that physical, initial physical. Before like, we even knew anything about each other, yeah. And then that led to the understanding of like 
even though we are so physically similar, we are extremely different. Yes. And that power that we gain from learning those different those differences from each other and mm-hmm. sharing them with each other mm-hmm. is something that's like yeah. immeasurable like where can, you know you can you, we had we had to lean into that yeah yeah celebrate it so that others can celebrate i feel it, like right? if you do it early like you have to have 13 years of friendship and then at least cohesively over four years of being the dragon sisters together that's a lot because you see and and this isn't shading anyone here in hell's kitchen drag queens get together and sometimes they're there it lasts sometimes it doesn't sometimes you see the show come back or sometimes you don't but it's it's and that's not being shady no. personally i love britta filter and jasmine rice i go to that show on sundays for that because i remember that and it, yeah. it's quality show that. Mm. when you <laughs> when they started swapping <laughs> swapping people out the right. show's different. Yeah. But you guys have more than well, that. Well, you can't fake chemistry. <laughs> right. No. You can't fake right. chemistry. Right. No. And just, sorry, just to commit, comment on something you said mm. earlier, mm. a lot of drag queens in the industry, even if they're in a group or a duo, trio, whatever, they want to be that bitch. They want to be that one. I want to be Beyonce. They want to be that person. And we get that. Uh, I want to be Michelle. I love Michelle. <laughs> Don't, don't yeah, say, I love, I love Michelle. Michelle. She said, she I love said Michelle don't say, don't but, say. But, but the thing about it is, as a drag queen, you you're you're a certain kind of artist. Yeah, yeah. you're a certain kind of artist, and that, that kind of artist doesn't need anybody. I do my right. own hair, I do my own makeup, right. I do my own music, right. I choreograph my own numbers. Right. So there really isn't ever a need for someone else to be sharing the spot if they don't have to. Uh-huh. So I feel like a lot of times people. You know, you become a drag queen because you want to be known as that bitch. Absolutely. I, I am the queen. I am. You invented this. You know, right. whole thing from the ground. And, right. and a lot of queens say that I'm that bitch. Uh-huh. I'm, you know, that's I'm what they say on the little. The no, that's not what we say because that's not what we we come <laughs> off as. That's not what we, you know. We when they do the RuPaul thing, they're like, they're like, why should you be the next super sure. world superstar? They're like. Well, look at me. Look at me. I'm I bet. That bitch. <laughs> I'm, and, Listen, and I'm like, damn. No, yeah. I think that's another thing about us is that we, because we, we them bitches. We, we had we, we we had our we them bitches. We had our our relationship came from before we started doing drag. Exactly. It's, it came from the inside out, and we wholeheartedly supported each other being in separate lanes, not com- not needing to compete with each other. Yeah. So mm. then when we came together to do. Uh, drag and to do the dragon sisters and to make music together it's like i want you to win just as much as i want myself to win yeah it's not a um it's not a competition yeah it's not that and And if it comes from the external like two strong icons coming together before this the the relationship or like before they actually know each other it's like anything can happen you know it's Mm -hmm. good it's the best and i'm not gonna like jump ahead in the program but it's the best because your chemistry shows and because in i saw you guys at um industry i almost said the one across the street but i saw you guys at industry and you did the separate solo parts there was a group part at the ends Mm -hmm. of the song where you would just come in on time and just the dancing, everything seems like it's like more than rehearsed. It's like you almost know what each other will do and where you will be on the stage. I'm like, that's so nice. We tried that a couple Sharp. times. <laughs> we, <laughs> try, we tried that a few times. It didn't look good. I no. mean, aside from like us just knowing each other so well and, and training side by side for so many years, ballet, modern, jazz, like 
choreography, mm-hmm. like being in the same pieces, working mm-hmm. with the same choreographers. And like, you know, also like, I think that's something that helped us a lot is that we were, we took uh, contact improvisation for four years and we were each other's partners all four of those years. What's that? Contact improvisation is just like, a, a, it's like a way of building trust through partnership in dance. So like understanding how Lips. to exchange weight, how to, how to be lifted, how to, you know, feel someone's breath, how to be sensitive, how to be empathetic with someone. How to come in contact with somebody without hurting exactly. each other. So that's what like, there's a class for that. There's there's a man. Class for that. <laughs> it makes sense. It does. Oh my it god, that's so cool. You, yes, and I encourage everybody to take it because everybody should take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Kevin uh Kevin Wynn. Kevin uh, Wynn for his contact, contact improv, improv class. Fundamentals. Our uncle from Harlem. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um I know you guys mentioned there wasn't any representation when you started in terms of like queer rap artists growing up, but who was the closest embodiment of who you saw yourself or where you were going? It's such a hard question to answer because, and we think about it a lot too, you know, as people who really analyze what we do and we really map it out, you know, and we, we try to learn as much as we can about the route that we're taking in the industries that we're stepping into. specific, And I think it is important. And I've heard I've learned and I've experienced it is important to find people whose paths are similar to yours mm. and whose paths that's the that's similar the feathers. That's the, that's the Dutchie from the left hand side of y'all was hearing that. Yeah. Do you have any artists? I do. I have a few. I, I would mean, say you, you know I, tell me about it. I cause I'm like I I uh Prince? Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lisa Left Eye. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being Afro Latina, being a rapper, queer. Is she queer? She's queer. She's a queer icon. She's, a, she's definitely she, that. She, she's she, a queer she icon. represented me. Uh huh. Um, Erica Badu. Uh huh. Yeah. Lauren Hill. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Oh, you're talking about OG Raven Simone. I'm Raven yeah. Simone. Yeah. Oh, bitch, oh, I'm a Raven Simone. Like people, like, no, people like combine uh-huh. their music with the theater as well. Oh, we, as dramatic. Okay. You kind of you take from what you see in your youth, right? Who and, else? I mean, right. obviously, you know, the brat, someone uh-huh. who uh-huh. is a gender motherfucking bender. Uh-huh. Yeah. A Queen Latifah, someone uh-huh. who is not only the queen of all rapturesses, but she's an actress. Uh-huh. She's a musical theater woman. Uh-huh. Um, Rick James Rick James bitch <laughs> okay Rick okay. James bitch who made it okay. cool to be in a, a sparkly red unitar like I'm yeah, so into that shit yeah 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 um, yeah I mean all the all the people who were like mixing that shit like I felt like James Brown also had like a lot of theatrical aspects to his performances as well and like he really was a showman you know like and he had a his music there was a spirit in it and it always came across in the sound. What I just noticed between all of the people that you just mentioned were one, they're black as hell. They were all P- <laughs> they were all POC, and two, they were all willing to take big chances mm. in a time and space when that could have backfired big time. But it was celebrated, yeah. and that, that kind of brings me to a, a question where, where you see, um, I don't want, I don't know, flamboyancy, but kind of this. Maybe showmanship is another word for it. Celebrated in certain aspects of uh, the stage and hip hop, it only transcends so far until very recently that it's like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of pushback for yeah. being too because trying too hard is trying too hard. Okay, is not cool. Okay, it don't look cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think period. And that, and that's and and also like we do like to be 
the understated queen. So Very like somewhere okay. in between. Never like to do too much. You know, like it. It really has to like feel like us, and it has to feel. It can't become grounded. commercialized. It, no, 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 no. I'll do a commercial. You can fly me out. Sure. What I'm saying is, it just it can't. It can't, can't be, be too inauthentic. It, it can't, can't be inauthentic. Like it, it can't be too far away from what on. I am. Yeah. Can't I understand. Like what, yeah, what, what I want to ask As far as is a drag queen. How, yeah. how do we break down, and this is in the core I see of what you guys are doing right now, the barrier and the acceptability of queerness in hip-hop? Do you know what I mean? Like Say how, one more time. How, how do we represent that? How how break the how, how do you, how does one break the barrier? How do they how contribute the to it? And I see I see you through that art, but if you could verbalize it, do you know what I mean? Does yeah, that, that I would say the same way the same way I do in my everyday life. You it's know, just I live, being. I by live being, right? I, I'm you. from the Bronx, so I, I grew that. up. I love having that. to find that balance yes. between. Um, Kindness uh-huh. and being safe and yes. like gar- being guarded. Yes, 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 yes. And I think that comes, that's like very common in New York. It's something that you have to find. Easy to find. As guarded, in, guarded and what? Being guarded, but also open. Mm. Like also like generous, kind, and giving, but street smarts. without getting taken advantage yeah, of. Yeah, street smarts. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And that that's something that I learned being from New York or just something that I learned is is that like that balance. And I think that's something that I use in uh, my art is is to like treat somebody with respect without crossing any lines. Treat somebody as if I know them without um, assuming anything. I understand. Um, and just Golden be rule. and just Golden being yeah. and just yeah and just yeah just being. Um, real, right? Um, which I feel like people respect, regardless of absolutely, uh, absolutely, absolutely. You guys want to take a break? Sure. Okay. Let's take five. We're gonna take a five. This is Queer Late Night. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, or watch episodes on YouTube by searching Queer Late Night. And now back to the show. We just recorded that today. Oh, so wow. She's a, she's, it's a drag. Wow. I it's love that. Cool. <laughs> very, very, so Just very today? Cool. Did you write it all today, too? No, we've been, we, no, we didn't write it today. No, we didn't write it today. But it's in time for the spooky season. Sure is. <laughs> well, okay. The flow, the, the flow. Gucci, the fly seats, because I'm on. Gucci, the fly seats. Oh. You got your... Okay. I didn't know we was back from the break. I thought that was like no. Off. Well, we start. We don't. We I don't really count back in. I just okay, go cute, right cute. into the right. story, the storyline. No, I want to ask. So we're on number seven. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question. Um, how did the music come about? How did this start? Was it an individual idea or was it something together? Like the rap duo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like Issa said, she's from the Bronx, the birthplace of hip hop. I'm from Virginia, where there's a lot. I mean, I'm from the DMV, where there's a lot of really dope hip hop that comes out of. And when we met, of course, you know, being queer kids growing up in the 1990s, you know, you didn't see that. So it was always something that was very suppressed for us. We were both, you know, young, writing poetry, making music in our heads and in our rooms, but never thought that there'd be a place for us. I remember Issa was um, teaching a poetry class uh, 
when she was working in the public school system in the Bronx and like them writing came like a part of us like as adults you know what I mean yeah. you were teaching in public school I was teaching in public school. What? Mm-hmm. I had 500 kids a week. Wow. <laughs> wow. P.S. what? P.S. what? Uh, P.S. I forgot the name. 118. <laughs> nah, it was called the Duke Ellington School. Okay. But the it was Duke. on 166th Street. I forgot the, the number. But, yeah, I, I did teach there. Um, how long Pre-K you, through fifth grade. How long did you teach for? A year. I said, get up out there, girl. Come on. A year and a half. Come on, girl. Don't do that for too long. <laughs> well, I I was traumatized from performing. I was traumatized yeah. from performing with a physically dance and mentally. I was injured. I was I I, I could not do it. Which I thing? had to I had to stop. What happened? Well, not in details. But which is it, can you talk about which which company was it? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> she said no details but which one was it right. <laughs> no but i'm sorry to hear that that's awful how long did you not perform for uh for that time like a year well for like two years i didn't perform really because i taught um I, for first we started coleman collective which is a non-profit um company where we were creating directing teaching uh not in public schools though okay. uh, but teaching professionals and um, and cure and performing in various ways and making work, making work our own work. When I stopped dancing with that company, okay, then um, I started teaching for so that was like a year after a year, uh, a year half a year before um, a half a year after. Sorry, I started teaching. So that was like two years that I didn't perform. After that year and a half teaching, I was just like I missed it enough. I needed to be doing that. I felt like. The people who I was teaching with, with the teachers at the school, was like either you wanted to be a teacher all your life, or you just ended up doing that and right. you didn't care about it, and oh, it no, just not felt like not <laughs> where I needed to be at mm. that time. Um, I had it, it gave me what I needed for the time that I was there, but I needed to get out at that time. I was like, I need to be performing now while I'm young, while I'm able-bodied, while Amen. I'm while I'm while I'm still able to give. Mm-hmm. While the joints are supple. What while is the joints need to be given. Well, thank you for your teaching. <laughs> people always say thank you to service members. I think we can we should expand it to saying thank you to teachers because educators. I, yes, I found absolutely. out that a lot of teachers don't make any money. That's you know. true. I mean, you got You'll make no money. You gotta it's deal with someone. I mean, a lot of to get don't disrespected don't by someone else's kid money. all day, right? I don't think nobody it's really make any money for real. I think it's important to have okay. young teachers, though. <laughs> I do think it's important to have young teachers. And I feel like I I'm agree. glad I was able to contribute, and and yeah. for the time that I was able to, it wasn't for me at that time. But I can always go back to teaching. But I'm exactly. glad that while I was young, I was able to give because there was something. There's a real connection there, to it, and yeah. the, the the student feels that too because they're like. Mm-hmm they see when they're like, you're not that much older than me. There's not this generational disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, no, mm-hmm. you you see me. Mm-hmm. You get me. It wasn't long that you were in my shoes. And Which we talked a lot about. That resounds with me yeah. big time. Yeah. yeah. So how did we get here? Oh, so we. So I was teaching. We started Coleman Collective. We started creating together. We started working in a nightlife supplementally, like for really for income, like working yeah. like gigs, um, at go-go dancing and yeah. modeling. We were working with a, an artist called Daryl Thorne mm-hmm. who um, is a headpiece designer here in New York City. I don't know if you've watched the season where Evie Oddly won. Yes. yes. The famous headpiece that yes. she had. That mirror piece. Incredible. That was his piece. We've been working wow. with him 
Remember, you guys did a yeah. performing with him for like nine years. Now. Yeah. Didn't so, you so. wear a piece of his recently? Last week we did a gig. <laughs> I saw you know I'm a producer. I'm keep up. You I mean, keep up. honestly, keep up. honestly, we've been wearing him consistently for the past eight years. Yeah, yeah, he's like our dad. So that really was the start of the Dragon Sisters. You know, wow. because he was always dressing us alike because our our, our frames were so similar. And really he really though, took us in yeah, as like a muse that came together. You know, like it's we, true. We rarely ever did gigs alone it was yeah. always the two of us that always matched and so yeah. i was working with daryl performing like that uh more so modeling his headpieces and yeah. his costumes yes uh, not having names not, not having names. names but being clearly a thing having the chemistry yeah. that we have yes. and being dressed to like people would ask us who are you what's your name like yeah. i know you're dressed by daryl thorne but who are you yeah. but who and are we're you? just like we're dancers <laughs> right <laughs> you know? well, I, and I, that I, answer got old because yeah. <laughs> i was like no they need to know who i am yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I brushed out my wig so if you guys need a third member of your group just let me know, uh, <laughs> let me know. you are so all invited to be a part yeah, of the community uh, there we the go I'm just so then that was the image part I was teaching poetry. We got confidence writing songs and making music. Um, and, and then we started backup dancing for artists who weren't necessarily like huge sure. artists, but were making waves. You okay. Know? Like we started exposure. Exactly. Exposure. We started right. With that friend. was the exposure. That's that word. The exposure branch. <laughs> we started working with our friend Ariana the Rose, who was uh, doing a tour of all of her music called the Light and Space Show, where Issa was actually the original cast. They got to a point where Issa could not be that character anymore in her show, so then I took over, and then the show came back like a, a few, like a year later and there was space for both of us in the cast. So then we, we took the show to LA, we met a guy named uh, Spencer Ludwig. He asked us if the two of us could do what we do in New York for him and his show. And we said, well, wh what exactly do you want? And he said, well, we want you whatever to be you. you do, whatever and you at that do. point, Issa had been doing drag for maybe like eight months by herself. I was really just playing security. And, oh. and I was calling her my little baby drag, my little baby dragon. Drag and I said, I think this is the perfect time, Issa, for like us to make our New York debut as a thing, a duo, as okay. a duo. Yeah. And why not better than do it with him, which was the Dragon Sisters. So Wait. he had a residency show at the Freehold. Yes, I was the guinea pig. She yes. was the guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. She was the guinea pig. So then she, we, Spencer had a, a residency show in a, in a club called Freehold in Williamsburg. So he had us there every month and was paying the girls good so then we got yeah, to like uh, we'll really be there for halloween october 31st the oh, freehold but we'll be the one in union square, in union square. um okay. so then we got to know spencer more as a musician and he was a trumpet player who also made a lot of original music and then we later found out that he was a grammy winner <laughs> and then he suggested y'all need your own voices he was the one that really he was like y'all need your own voices and y'all need to be making if y'all gonna be performing people's music like this y'all need to be making, performing your own music like this yeah. and oh, we took shit. that shit That's and smart. motherfucking ran with it and we said you're right <laughs> we can write the whole story we said we'll so. be right back <laughs> That's so smart. I want to also mention how you guys worked in Strange Fruit. You did Strange Fruit. Yeah. And I, first of all, I never, you wasn't there. And he <laughs> oh, the shade is heavy. No, he was looking. No, you'll uh, catch it another time. Yeah. Um, you did Strange Fruit, and that was amazing. Like, just the way you worked in with, like, the, that was that contemporary dance. I would say so. Yeah, it came from a it came from an evening length piece that me and Issa did uh, before b before we were drag queens with Coleman Collective called uh, the American Story Through the Eyes of Retrograde, and it was just a story about us exploring our ancestry and where we come from and what it feels like to be an African American artist in this world. There was maybe five musicians, four singers, twelve dancers that we choreographed and. 
put on mm-hmm. uh, a while ago, and we when we just started Adapted to make this a duet, it. we just kind of pulled a, a piece of that and put it in the club because what more fitting thing to do in the club than Strange Fruit? So that's like <laughs> where it was, you know. Yeah, how you know, wonderful you know, and innovative. Because I mean, the root of the that song and the person who made that famous, Miss Billie Holiday. But then to interpret it through this queer lens, you know, it makes yeah. it modern because yeah, because it's also there's know. also an element of burlesque to that piece, which is like you know you get the flip side. It's like I'm pulling you in and look at my body right. in this very subjective way. But then you listen and you then you think and then you mm-hmm. think, well, what the fuck are they are they actually right. saying yeah. about me looking at your body? Right. In this yeah. Way? Oh my God. I was like. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do something so beautifully, so bold in <laughs> such a space that's not normally filled with people of color, mm. honestly, because I don't know Hell's Kitchen to have very many spaces that's colorful all the time. Well, right. that's our job, to bring and the it's blackness. it's very much us. It's very much it's our radical, like, very Nina Simone, which mm-hmm. is the version that we do okay. uh, of, of Strange Fruit, very okay. Nina Simone, to be like, this is this not might not be what y'all signed up for, but this is what you're going to get. Easy you're going to get. <laughs> and you got That's important. That's important. You got number nine. All right, moving on. As people of color, coming out can be a little more difficult culturally than. Then you add elements like gender bending. Where do you find strength to stand against all the negativity that's out there? Together. In each, each other. other. Oh, I love that. I lo- before you had even said the word, she was doing yeah, this. I, yeah. I see the in tandem energy, and it reminds me a lot of me and you. <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? We I finish mean, each other's sandwiches. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. There's a lot of electric love there. A lot of fraternal, sororal, because we're you know you know blending <laughs> genders. And whatever. we don't take it for granted. Yeah, you know, I like, see. We I, see a lot of people who are independent artists. Yeah, and we see how hard it is to walk in a club by yourself. Yeah. we see how yes. hard it is to ask for your money by yourself. Ooh. We see how hard it is to go to rehearsal and book a flight Speak and on go it. on tour and do all these things by yourself. So to have your someone with you, yeah. and then the plus make it your best friend, mm. it just makes. I mean, it it's is power. our superpower. It, exactly. It's our superpower. And we don't it. take it for granted. I all. feel we it. Take it. <clears throat> I mean, if, if I can ask, has there been any, like, has there been much negativity as far as from either non fans or people in passing? Or yeah, has it been what's pushed back? You tell yeah. me. The most negativity we've had face. is probably where, where, you, where you saw us was at the park. Where you really? first saw us at the park. Because it's a public space. Oh, where yeah. it's like people. You know, people have their families. Yeah. People might feel more empowered or more confident to act how they want. Uh, how they want to act. Yeah. People have their kids. People might feel more defensive. Yeah. Okay. And mm. you know. Oh. Mm. And mm. so yeah, we were we got like water balloons thrown at us. Well, I mean that's mm. not as bad as it could get, but, but still, it's harassment. Still, yeah, it's harassment. It's, it's harassment. Negative. I'm. Well, I'm proud of y'all for making it. We got thrown at the top and the back of the show and was like, bitch, let's go home. Let's go home. (laughs) We just came to work. We just came to do our job. Truly. Um, I want to ask you a question, but Mm -hmm. I didn't read it before I I got over here. (laughs) In your professional past so far, has there been... um, No, I'm not asking that question. That's not the one I wanted to ask. Just ask the same question. I'm sorry. Well, it's sometimes okay. you work your way through stuff that you don't even see it, we and mean, then you're like, oh, we, we talked about that. You might get another answer. You might get another answer. I was about right. to say, you know, I'm, look at me. If I fold the if paper you say it differently, <laughs> I'm still going to read just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> <But> just, <laughs> no, um, 
Y'all so cute. So contemporary <laughs> dance, lip singing, and original music. Is there does it ever come become overwhelming to try to like put in all of it in one show? Mm-mm. No, because everywhere one, we go, look, we bring it. We bring it all. Yes, but <laughs> no, it's not hard because when we were doing contemporary dance, we had to. We had to find a way to bring all of us into that space that was so non-inclusive. Contemporary like, dance is where you see our range. Uh huh. Music is where you hear our voices, and lip syncing is when you get to tip us. Yo, okay. I love that. Okay. I love that so much. So never, ever, you ever, had, never, when ever, did you ever. Write that? Just, <laughs> you write that? I didn't know you had that prepared. <laughs> you heard it when here first. That? It came on me like a motherfucking like vision. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it never. And you know, like we do like to make sure that any venue that we step into or any show that we're a part of, we get to give you a little piece of all of those things because mm. it just reminds you that we have a voice, we have range, and please range. That's important. Range. It's important it to bring be your flat. whole self everywhere you go. Because oh you never know what right. tool you might need to pull out the... Very. Spe- speaking of range, no, never mind. Oh, no, we don't do that here. Oh, well, I was going to say, speaking of range, tease. Go I, ahead. I injured myself six weeks ago. My knee popped out of place. <gasps> Talk what? about it. Talk and, about it. Um, six weeks ago, my knee just, it said, bloop. Ouch. And I was like fully out of... You know, I wasn't able to walk. I wasn't able to bend it. I wasn't able to straighten it. Straighten it. I definitely wasn't able to like be in a heel. That it happened at the top of a show. We had to walk out. You know, all that kind of embarrassing shit. No. But two days after that, were a long line of very, 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 very important shows that we had to do that could not be missed, and we had to be in attendance. And you know, going up into that long stretch of shows, like we spoke a lot about, like what is range and what is artistry and where what do i have in my pocket what do what, what, what are the tools that i have in my in my arsenal that'll allow me to get through all these shows and not 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 only not look halfway there but like not be half there right like really fully not be, feel halfway right, there. Yeah, right fully right. be there in presence knowing that one of my legs does not work and we spoke a lot about what range is and like how we have how you know so i'm so thankful that all the classes i took in college make me feel like i have full accessibility to the rest of my body in a way and that with voice. proper training and my voice okay, and my voice right because then i had music so it wasn't just about this vessel that is right. like so temporary. Okay, you can lean into your other. I can talents. lean into my other talents because of blessing. all the range. And, it and was, you know it how was, to lip sync. And I know that. how to. I know how to pray. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> I love that. And, we, and, and, and hey, does, it, does it work? <laughs> That's a little. Does it work? It works. Does it work? We'll go to thirteen. Okay. Um. I'm on the better side I of things now. Did I can we, walk. Did we not talk about this already a little bit? We did. Go to 14. Okay. Go to 14. All right. I like this. How does it feel to know that right now, young queer kids, artists in training, are empowered by y'all? We are empowered by them. Amen. We oh, are give so me more em- than that. Come on. We are okay. so empowered <laughs> by... We are so empowered by the generations that are after us mm-hmm. and to come like... We look to them 
Mm. We, you know, like I said, like, like my sister said, we are educators. Mm. When, with, when we were with Coleman Collective, we were teaching a lot in the public school system together as well, especially in my old high school. We met a lot of teenagers who were just so powerful and just so unique. Yeah, and we listened of, to the kids. One of them really touched our lives a lot. Her name was Brax. Y'all might know her as Brax the dyke she um passed last year oh her her death was like all over you know billboard and paper and e- the source ebony it was uh, all, all over everything she was a very very powerful um rapstress okay who was also a, an incredible dancer uh-huh. um that i had met in her senior year um when we were teaching there she was like the soloist in our piece and i could feel that she looked up to us in the same way that we looked up to, to her. And when, when the Dragon Sisters first came about, like she was on our fucking mood board. Okay. Like, and it's just, a lot it's just of power. A, it's incredible to like, you know, know that they're, that you have power, but mm-hmm. the people behind you will have all of that power plus on. That's yeah. a positive it's cycle def- right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's definitely flattering, but it's also like humbling. Yes. yes, it's like yes, two sides right. of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be humbled, but you're also empowered, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's. I mean, if that's part of leaving a legacy, though. Mm-hmm. And you guys are. Mm. I I thought of this question because you said, and I think it was either in the Vogue interview, that there was no representation for yourself, mm-hmm. and now you're in the park, you're on a stage, you're somewhere being, you're in a magazine, you're in two big magazines, you're you're obtainable for people that aren't even in the US. They can go and read this Mm -hmm. and know that there's someone out there that's representing something they want to one day be. Mm -hmm. So I feel that that's really big. I I mean, I don't have that, but you do. So I mean, I'm really happy and proud of you. Well, we all all have that. We all have some level of influence. Absolutely. uh, The youth is listening. They're looking looking for guidance everywhere they are, everywhere they can. I know I was. And, yeah, we have, you know, we're building this platform to be able to share, knowing that we have something valid to share. Mm -hmm. But we all do. We all have something valid to share. And Mm -hmm. you you have influence on kids. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> yeah, no. Whether it's you, like, you no know, matter what you do, you like and you know, it, Issa, Issa has a Issa has a younger sister who just went to college. Yeah. I have a, a niece, God bless. my my mm. sister's um, child, who just turned thirteen. God bless. Who is absolutely queer. The youth. And you hey. know, we also have a hey. lot of we the have a youth. lot of other okay. best friends who the have youth. kids who are also you know maybe possibly I, queer identifying. Absolutely. And it's just like we see I, that we are rubbing off on mm. them in the most positive ways, and we see that they want want to be artists and they want to be the best selves and that they can be because they know that that's what we're doing and we you we just vocalize mm, that a mm. lot you know we say that a lot that we we're know. trying to be the best who we can be we're we want to be better so that y'all can be better and yes yeah so that's for a the light, person a positive young, life young, yeah, young yeah. you it's just important spoke to up. show it's not Please. easy yeah very it's not easy very and to do it with the couth that you can, you know, there's a way to navigate this space in this world with respect, mm-hmm. right? Even yeah. though sometimes we're not given to it first, given it to first. You were just speaking about a niece or nephew, right? Yeah. That you notice might be queer. Yeah. She, yeah That's yeah. very interesting. I love yeah. that you're bringing that up because I had a, a similar experience where for the first time I met a cousin. I have a lot of extended family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Baby boys, yeah. we have, we're very yeah. similar. Um, I see me in this this younger family, my own blood, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they know, but I can't wait for them to be able to ask me things because I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah, am, you, and you make yourself available absolutely. for that. Absolutely, that's what, you know I, your power. I, where I wish I had that, it, I'm I'm ready and excited to when the come time to yeah. be that resource. You know, in terms absolutely. of family, because that's very rare. I love you know that. what I'm saying, and that creates mm-hmm. safety when safety. you have family who you can honestly go and ask questions about. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody says who has it. It's, it's funny. Everybody's like, oh. I mean, growing up, yeah. Every you know, everybody has a gay uncle. Da, da, da. Not I me. Do have yeah. two of them. And not I did me. not. I and I was like, <laughs> I came I to a point. In my, I do. I came. I came to a wow. point in my maturity where I was like, bitch. It I was gotta me. be on my own gay <laughs> uncle. <laughs> but I didn't know he was gay. My uncle. I didn't know he was gay until I was older. But, right. Yeah. Because family want to keep that from you. They probably told him, "Well, oh, don't tell him. That's don't none of his him. business." <laughs> don't tell. Yeah. Don't All tell right. Right. I still don't know. Now you want me to lie. Right. So while we're on the you and we're wrapping up the yeah. the episode. Mm-hmm. This is the set. you do 16, I'll do 15. Okay. Give if you for listening right now, give them some words of advice each of you. Mm. Not nothing crazy, nothing long, but some words of advice for anyone that's thinking about doing any anything. And, and that's not limited just to youth. There are people who are finding their voice later in life that you also empower, you know? Any words of advice? Mm. Don't be afraid to ask questions and mm. don't be afraid to reach out. Mm. Yeah. Dreams come true. Talk about what you want. Talk about your goals. Say it out loud. Because you never know who's around listening. And be, be dead ass about it. Truly. And be dead ass about it. Truly. <laughs> well said. Well said to both of you. Um, okay. In the next five years, what would you like to manifest in five years in five words, each of you? Each of us. <laughs> each, each. Of, each of y'all. You can't, how are you going to break five? <laughs> Two and a half words I, each. Because we could do it. <laughs> I, I bet you could. No, uh, you as lyricist as you No, y'all get a whole five one. each. Art, prosperity, stability, abundance, health. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Did I say art? Yes, you, yeah, you led with I, I it, baby. Lovely, lovely. That, yeah. And you, you are not, re- those words, anything they said, you're not restricted to. You, she th- like me you too. No, right? Yeah, I mean, no, but you don't, can't don't, say this don't fully repeat. Exactly. There can be overlap. It's hard time. to go second. I know, especially when that's your sis. You, I know. No, I am going to say health. Okay. Love. Mm. Wealth. Okay, I know you're gonna get money because I have some money. <laughs> I, I know you're talking that. That's a fact. That's coming true sooner than you think. And um, what else did I? What else? I'm trying to remember what I already said. You hit five fingers. Family. Up. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you. <laughs> Security. I like that. Uh, Ooh, you y'all did well right now because it's hard to follow someone. You just people only come on here and they only get five. You got ten. Right. Well, I mean, we got two. Listen, we we out here burning a lot of candles and saying a lot of prayers for. Okay. (laughs) Candles for Marshall. (laughs) It's our favorite part of. Before we close, um, aside from the nice words you've said already, is there any organization that you feel the most fondest of? Whether it be something you agree on together or maybe separately that you'd want to shout out or encourage people. shout out to glitz uh by kyan uh, Doris show mm-hmm. um doing big things for the trans community for the 
black trans community. Wonderful. Yes, yes, Important. Yes. And thank you to SUNY Purchase Dance Conservatory okay. for getting us together. For getting us all together. <laughs> Is that where it started? That was y'all inception? We started in North Carolina School of the Arts, okay. but we transferred and found our tribe. That was SUNY the majority Purchase. of our training. Yeah, thank you wonderful. so much, SUNY Purchase, for the wonderful faculty, for the amazing students that we learn every day from, and thank you to everyone on that campus for believing in us. Amen. Yes, well said. You. Well said. Oh, yeah. one more thing. Shout out to Gibney Dance for supporting us through our dance career as well mm-hmm. as our transition into music and uh, working in drag. We do have a heels class that happens every Thursday at Gibney. Yes, dance. four to six. Um, so tomorrow, check it out. Four it heels class. Heels class. Heels class. <laughs> That's fascinating. Any new music? Very good. We yes. have some new music coming your way, but don't ask nothing else. Okay, that's, that's okay. We'll have to yeah. we'll have to link in in the you know in when the, the, when yeah. this goes up into the internet sphere, um, where <laughs> they can find their everything. Their, yeah, you everything. can find our music everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. all streaming platforms. That's and, awesome. And on that's Instagram, awesome. we are the Dragon, Dragon Sisters. sisters. Okay. On Twitter, we are the Dragon. Dragon. No, we're Dragon. That okay. sisters. People would still tweet. I don't. We but we got People's it. But we're on there in case that's how you do it. You have, have it. to. That's you got to hit all the boxes. Why not? Yeah. It's free. Oh my god! For now, should hit we, it while it's free. We should be getting paid for keeping Twitter in business. Like I have to do this. But no. people do tweet. People, okay, fine. Yeah. Don't get me started. Uh, we are at the, our, my favorite part of the show where we, <clears throat> we could do Mary Fuck Chill. Oh we don't boy. kill on this show. Mary oh chill. boy. Boy, I don't. Who's have, the list? The list. Okay, so you get the same list but okay. you get to put them in the order you want to do them okay okay so i'm gonna do um a little bit of broadway i'm gonna do a little bit of hollywood and i'm gonna do a little bit of uh people of color so the first person is mario lopez second person will be mr billy porter and the third person would be morris chestnut i'm fucking morris chestnut i'm chilling with billy porter and you're marrying mario lopez you're marrying mario I'm good on it. <laughs> but I'll fuck him. <laughs> fuck Mario. Marry Morris. And chill with Billy. Okay, so everyone's cool. chilling with Billy. I'm chilling with cool. Billy. I'm trying to chill with Billy. And we don't, you know, she know who I am. No, we, I'm just kidding. We, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Billy was at the queue for we one almost, of these yeah, karaoke we class. Almost, we, we almost, almost met Billy Porter at the She's around. She's around. Yeah. I want to be cool. almost... Well, it's been a pleasure, and thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you for coming thank to Queer Late Night. Is there any last words you want anyone to know here and say before it goes up into the, as he said, the internet sphere, the interwebs? Listen, tell <laughs> tell everybody about us. We're looking for help. We're looking for support. It's just us two. This is the team, uh-huh. and we're looking for as much support as we can possibly get. So, yeah. Any way you feel like you can help us, or I'm gonna yeah, give y'all, word, y'all 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 videos. We didn't do this live. I'm gonna give you the videos that I took. I took some some. I think the videos are good. I just oh well, started. let's see them. Let's see them. Yes, I gotta figure out how to send big files like that. I am one person, but <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. Airdrop. Uh, Wear many hats. I'm wearing too many hats. Too many wigs. Too many wigs. <laughs> too many wigs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone from the non-conforming world, you've been listening to Queer Late Night. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed this interview, if you enjoyed this conversation, please remember to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Most importantly, understand that this is an independently funded podcast. That means it's coming from my paycheck, and I ain't got much money. Um, so please donate. The link mm-hmm. is in the Instagram. It's L McCullers. 
on Instagram. If you don't know how to spell that, I'm going to spell it for you right now. E-L-L dot M-C-C-U-L-L-A-R-S. And Ricky, where can they find you? Ricky Roman 91 on everything. On everything. On every fan, <laughs> every friend, every phone, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now on every Ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, everyone not conforming, the Dragon Sisters, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And that's a wrap. All right. <laughs>